Right on. Welcome to Securitas Conversations with Bill and Dan, episode 52 for Sunday, or actually it's Saturday, isn't it? Mm-hmm. August 27th, 2011. I am Bill Wadman. And I am Dan Gottesman. And we have a guest today. Yes, we do. Heather. I am H.A. Conrad. That's right. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Yay! Um, people who have seen my pictures may know H.A. Conrad from, let's see, the girl tightrope walking along the edge of the roof, the girl playing Atari, any other good ones? In the car? The girl in the oh, car. Oh, the girl in the car. Yeah, she's... she's uh, the girl in the suitcase. Ah, oh, the, the suitcase. <laughs> the one, uh, she had a dream one, too, I think. Oh, right, she's falling. Yeah, well, that was a good one. Yep. Um, so, here she is joining us today. And the reason why she's joining us today is because we're all about to die in New York. I don't know. Uh, that's a very dramatic way of putting it, isn't that's it? That's a little melodramatic. Uh, mm. We may not die, but it is going to be a big, giant mess, probably. Uh, Hurricane Irene, is that what it's called? Yes. I think so. Is uh, is uh, bearing down on us, and uh, we thought it would be fun to bring somebody else on to talk about a little bit of that and a little bit of the Apple news of the week that's going on. Mm. Uh, so uh, might as well get into all of that. So earlier this week, Steve Jobs resigned as CEO of Apple mm-hmm. and is now chairman of the board mm-hmm. w- instead of Sinatra. <laughs> but I'm bummed. Sinatra's always chairman of the board. Seriously, dude. Yeah, it's and, true. And, that never know, ends. And Bruce is always the boss. Exactly. Yeah, and uh, but Michael Jackson's the king of pop. I guess so. And Aretha Franklin is the queen of soul. And I think, uh, well, and then there's um, James Brown, who's the godfather of soul, yeah. and then uh, Elvis Presley, who is the king of rock and roll. Yeah, I don't know how he got that name. I don't know that he deserves that. I don't know. Um, so uh, this is a big deal because Steve Jobs is in many ways Apple in some people's eyes. It's true. He's uh, very well... And highly regarded by by many, many people. Do you think, Dan, that this is... As somebody who's followed Apple even closer than I have Hmm. over the past few years, do you think it's as big of a deal as they're making it out to be? I mean, it's... It's a big deal. I mean, he's he's one of the two dudes that started the company, you know? I mean, he's basically half of it at the beginning, and and then towards the end, it was pretty much his show. Sure. So, uh, so and yeah, he, I mean, it, and he for, definitely brought them to where they are now. Yeah, exactly. So I think without without um, without him, the company wouldn't be what it is now. Okay, uh, but um, do you, do you think he's necessary now? Um, personally, not really. Uh, I mean, it's it's hard to it, it's hard to put that uh, in a concise statement. I mean, but long long story short, I think Apple's going to be just fine. You know. Well, I think they're going to be fine for the next two years. That there already is a roadmap that's written by Steve Jobs. But what happens after those two years? It's hard to say. I mean, I think a lot of people, you know, feel the way you're you're describing there, and, and they they feel like Steve has this sort of far-reaching, overarching, um, you know, sense of control. Don't, don't uh, we? Don't we have evidence of that? Um, not really. I mean, people say you know people tell stories, but at the same time, people like to tell stories. You know, there's there's a there's a he, he's a really great subject for sensational storytelling you know i think they like mythologies too yeah you know and i also think that he's been a lot less involved than people think up until this point like i think this was just sort of a you mean in his sickness he's been less yes i i think other people have taken this over and and they've been moving forward and he has been i think he has been in the background much more than people are but i still feel like he's the kind of guy who could who will walk into a meeting and people have been working on things for six months and, you know, he sees something and he's like, this is shit, dump it. You I know, mean, like, it, I, I still think that he may be that guy. He might be, but I don't think, I think he's always been that guy. And whether or not um, he, I, I think just sort of echoing what Her- Heather just said, uh, it's not, um, I, don't, I don't think he's been that involved lately. I mean, think about it. He's been kind of ill with, with whatever he's got for like the past two or three years. Yeah. You know, it hasn't, and, and I mean, I guess he dodged a bullet. A couple years ago, but yeah, it, it's no not five. like, yeah, it's not like he came, he, he came screaming back to work. You know, I mean, he's yeah. definitely been withdrawn and, and, you know, further and further from, from the front lines, if you ask me. Um, so I don't know. My, my hunch is that 
is that um, he's surrounded himself with some really tremendously talented people, and it's not a question of whether or not they can do the job as much as it is uh, whether or not the public perception, how long it's going to take the public to, to realize that. You know what I mean? I agree with what you're saying. I guess my thing is that there's really talented people all over the place. I think what made Apple different wasn't just that they got talented people because, you know, Google and Microsoft have talented people too. Uh, I yeah. feel like I feel like it was him as Caesar at the top demanding something you know mm. i don't I, I don't know i just i i don't think that it's i think that it's not that steve jobs is the guy the only guy with ideas but i think that him being there made people think differently than they do you know so even though tim cook's been running the joint for the last six months anyway i think in the back of his mind he's like oh what would steve be doing right now and oh steve's right there and i can always ask him but the mm. minute daddy's away because he's gone you know, I guess, but I, you know, I, I don't think that Steve and uh, Tim um, did the same jobs. You know, I, I, I would, I would probably guess that. Uh, I think I would guess that that Tim Cook is is well, he was COO, operating officer. Yeah, yeah, and I think he was smarter. He's probably smarter and better suited for like the regular CEO type. Okay, duties. yeah, but you isn't that I mean? exactly what happened to Apple in nineteen eighty six to nineteen ninety eight? No, I don't think so. Wasn't it? Think, wasn't it big, fancy CEO types who know how to be a CEO coming in and screwing it all up? Yeah, but they came in and they 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 replaced one with a forceful conflict. Okay, Tim's been here for the past I don't know eight ten years. He's yeah. been sitting there the whole time. It's yeah. not like some strangers coming in who all knows right. how to I'm, be. I'm CEO. just I'm playing devil's advocate. I just right I just don't know. And then okay. uh, just I don't know if you saw these pictures that came out yesterday of Steve Jobs. Um, I don't know if they're actually real. I think they're which, real. What? Which ones? Is he super there's, skinny or something? There's some paparazzi uh, shots. Go to TMZ.com and scroll down a little bit. Um, it's it's if if they are real, they are very upsetting, and he does not have long because I've seen that. Well, I've seen people like that before. I think we knew he didn't have long before. I mean, you don't go through some of the health issues he's had without. You, there's no longevity there with that diagnosis. True. Mm. I can't seem to get that web page to load. That's weird. Uh, he's he's like basically being held up by somebody else, and he's wearing what is essentially like a big black smock, hmm. walking outside, and he is like a you know a skeleton. Huh. Um, it, it's actually quite upsetting. Um, but you know. You know, because he's not the kind of guy who's going to give up the reins of a company like that unless he absolutely has to, you know. Sure. But see, I'd argue with you that this, what just happened is just a formality. And I think this actually happened months ago. Yeah, per perhaps. I'm just saying that. And I, and I think that they've been slowly sort of putting stuff in place. And I think he's probably been involved in that. But I think he, he stepped back a while ago. And that this is just formally saying it, and he's got other things to worry about. I I, I hope that you're right. I just a and guy it, like that does not give up power. Well, unless no. He, like unless but he honestly on the other can't hand, is if he is very ill, they would rather have it happen now rather than have people find out that he died. True. And then it, you know, by the way, Tim Cook's taking over now. You know, yeah, so exactly. they have to do it. Exactly. I mean, you can make the silly analogy of. Uh, uh, you know, like a technology analogy where, you know, if you have an aging component in your computer, like your hard drive or your power supply or something like that, and it's been like, you know, nine years, it's like, well, you can either, you know, elect to replace it uh, on your terms or you can wait for it to fail and, sure. then it, and then it'll force you to replace it. So it's almost always better to, you know, to make the choice if you have it. Uh, and I think that's no, I mean, I doing. think that that's the smart thing to do. I just don't mm -hmm. think that Steve Jobs is the kind of guy who would actually you know, do that, be that. <laughs> I just think he's too much of an egomaniac for that. Well, I think he is too, but I think when he did the big reveal with Lion. Yeah. Was he me, actually on the stage at Lion? Yeah. That was yeah. His last and to me, it, it was very obvious just the way he was acting that this was sort of his, his last yeah, and public the appearance. Too. And I just, I, I felt like this kind of announcement was going to happen. I actually thought it was going to happen earlier than this but yeah it's upsetting it is it's, it's very upsetting it's though. gonna be interesting though to see if this 
because Steve Jobs has been this idol in the Mac industry, you know, like literally in a way that if even if you were a fan of Microsoft, Bill Gates never was. You know what I mean? It's true. Uh, and without him there is like, is the, is the church there without Jesus being there? You know, it'll, it'll be interesting to see how mm. like the, the, the Phil, fandom Jesus of Jesus is everywhere. He yeah. lives on. Yeah, yeah oh dude. Boy. Don't you love Jesus? Yeah. <laughs> the book of jobs. He loves you. I know that, you know, <laughs> hey, he, uh, I saw on a sign, dude. Did you know this? What? That Jesus died for your sins? He did? I'm just I'm just reading what I saw on a sign. How did he know what I His did? His pain, your gain. Yeah, dude. Is that what it is that is that true? Did you see that on a sign too? Actually there was a person that used to walk with a billboard um, really? when I was in university and she would walk with basically a sandwich board that mm-hmm. had that written on the front and the back. And whenever I would walk by her, she would call me the whore of Babylon. Wow. It was awesome. Why were you the whore of Babylon? I don't know, but she always picked me out with the crowd. Wasn't there a guy outside the bodega up the hill who called you something terrible? He, well, he was just saying some bad things to the owner of the bodega's children. And then what did you say? And I said, oh, no thanks, I'm not interested. And he said, that's because you're a whore. (laughs) Oh, nice. (laughs) So apparently, maybe I am, I don't know, but apparently I've got some sort of affinity for these wonderful oh, people, people. Are great. hey D- hey dan what do you think about the 99 dollar touchpad if you could oh, get one the whole hp yeah thing? would you get um, one for 99 dollars i mean because no. you could use it as a web browser it's fine for mail the you know all that stuff's good and people are probably they're already porting a nice version of android over to it and it runs the kindle app you know i mean if i guess if i, I were mean, if you su- didn't have an ipad Maybe for ninety nine um, bucks. Well, here's the thing: it doesn't. First of all, it it doesn't come even close to solving a problem that I have right well, now. Okay, not a problem. So that you see, have. that's what I'm saying. It's like it's like what do I, do I really want to spend ninety nine bucks on this? Because uh, yeah. just because it's it, there, it's a little yeah, it's a little I don't know extravagant for me. I mean, the if only reason I would get it, iPad. let's put it this way: the only reason I would get it would be um, as a gamble um, that it might increase in value, you know, at some point in the future. You know, sort of like I'd get it and keep it in the box and then hold on to it for a couple of years and then sell it on eBay for, okay. I don't know, 200 I was just thinking Well, I like, saw that people were buying it and selling it on eBay from like... They're going for like 250 yeah. 300 bucks on eBay. For right now. Yeah. But I yeah. bet you they'll be even more valuable later. Yeah, I, you know, you might be right. I was just thinking like if, you know, we have a Kindle, I don't have an iPad and mm-hmm. I don't want to spend $500 on iPad, but if I can... All I really used on the iPad was web browser and email and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I don't need a lot of apps for something like that. You know, I'm using it as a consumption thing. So mm-hmm. for $99, it just seems yeah. like, well, that's a pretty good deal for... It, See, a I Kindle, might, it's cheaper I than a Kindle. I might buy it for my mom. I mean, that seems Yeah, but wouldn't you be sense. worried? Because, like, no updates for your mom. Like me, no, I can put the new right. versions you're of right, Android right. on it or whatever, yeah. you know? It's, you don't want you don't to go giving your mom a, a dead platform. I don't know. I just, I, just interesting, you know. Yeah. For ninety nine bucks, that's crazy. It's like dual core. It's got, you know, it's fast. I've heard it. I mean, I, I wouldn't mind seeing one. I, I see. That's the other thing. It's like I haven't even physically seen what it looks like. I've only seen pictures, and yeah, uh, it's hard to get a an idea of what the. I, I mean, I don't know. How Whatever. Much, how I, much are iPad ones going for now on the used market? Like three hundred bucks ish. Yeah. Depending on the particulars, you can probably get yourself a a beat up one for less. Yeah. 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 Did you uh, uh, 10.7.1 came out this week? Did you? Are you running Lion on your laptop? No, no, my laptop. I'm running it on my Mac Pro here, and I did install it. In fact, this 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 recording is being made on a machine that is mm. running 10.7.1. No, it's the truth. You don't say. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Tell me more. You are listening to the power of Mac OS 10.7.1. <laughs> Hear it roar. That's right. Rawr. 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 <laughs> All right, so you're you're up how many floors? Well, that's a good question. My building happens to have the superstitious business going on, so uh, there is no thirteenth floor. Wait, so is it built before seventy? What is it? Seventy eight? Well, that's when they stopped doing that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, my building was by uh, law. Is in the fifties. Wait, uh, the law the law said they can't do that anymore. No, I think they just stopped doing it. <laughs> that's well, weird. Yeah, so yeah, as far as I know, the, the, the seven buildings here um, were all built between, like, 1950 and 1952, and they're all about the same, like, this size and design. I think they're all 
quote unquote 16 floors. Um, and I live on the 15th floor also in quotes, but if you were to count them <laughs> physically, I'm actually 14 stories up because there is no official, um, 13th floor. All right. That's just silly. It is totally silly. Uh, and so you have, and then there's floors above you. One floor above me. Okay. So what have you done to prepare for Irene? <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Well, you got a fresh direct order, right? He came on Thursday. So you're just going to hunker down and, and not worry about it? That's pretty much the case, yep. You're, you're not anywhere in the flood zone theoretical area. I think we're like a block away <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay. we are on too. the map. I think they're worried about the Hudson River. Yeah. Um, fl- a flood. Or the, I guess I'm closer to the East River, technically. Um, you know, the southern, southern point of Manhattan where the Brooklyn and Manhattan bridges are. Um, I'm not really worried about it. I mean, there's not that a whole lot I can do, you well, know? Do you remember Hurricane Gloria? Mm-mm. What like was in that? 86? No, I mean, I, I was... you would have been in... But you he wouldn't been have been... In, yeah, he would have been in New Jersey. I was in oh. sixth grade. Yeah. I, you, know, well, you know what? I think I do remember that. I think we had... It was a pretty nasty storm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, in fact, if memory serves, we had a, a, a tree fall uh, in our neighborhood, like, two or three houses down it took down a major power line and our house was out of power for two or three days and that prompted my dad to purchase and install one of those emergency backup generators which we had in the garage really and then it would start up every like tuesday afternoon at like two thirty in the <laughs> afternoon just to test itself okay um, that's really funny yeah and, and probably I'm, scare the crap out of you well the first time it did hell yeah dude or I, as I was they like, say what on, the hell was that on uh Stuff you should know. Scare the tar out of you. Yeah. Oh, is that what they say? Is that a yeah. southern saying? Yes. I don't know. Scare the tar out of them. Uh, um, so, I'm, I mean, that probably was. And, and then there's also an event where our basement flooded, which is creepy, because uh, I was the one to discover it. You know, uh, our lights were out, and um, I guess it was a serious storm. And then so I just, you know, trotted down to the basement to go get something with a flashlight. And I hadn't turned the flashlight on because, you know, the, the light was enough from the door. Uh, and then the last step... I just stepped into water. You know, it was like maybe four or five inches, but if you're not expecting that... No, it it's like the beginning the of a dark. horror film. <laughs> it's disconcerting, yeah. <laughs> and you're wearing your socks, you know, yeah, and yeah. you're, in, you know, 10 or whatever, then it's a little weird. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're like, how deep does this go? Yeah, so then I just ran back up the stairs all creepy. The uh, yeah. You know, I don't think I ever had a... Fl- you ever have a flood when you were a kid in the house? Um. Well, you know, where we were, if you got some... I mean, I think Gloria is one of the ones that... We ended up getting some aftermath of it because I was up. We were up in Vermont, so yeah. Um, so I remember our basement flooded a few times, and we definitely. But we would lose power a lot just simply because we're way out in the sticks. So yeah, yeah, one yeah. tree hits a power line, and you're you're out whole for a few days, gone. which yeah. is why you know we had a wood burning stove in the the backup generator, which was so loud you guys and had a annoying. Mm-hmm. See, yeah, I remember. I remember people had some of those little generators and i remember i think with gloria the power went out for like three days we mm. borrowed a generator from somebody yeah. just to keep like the refrigerator going yeah you know? so we did the same thing and, and, and I mean, like the pump on the well you know like that kind of thing so you had water and 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 food um yeah but it, you know it's you, let's 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 do a little predictive thing around the around the horn okay what do you think is going to happen dan me um well i've been looking at the map um and honestly, I mean, you look out the window, it looks pretty nice out to me, you know? <laughs> yeah, because it hasn't I, gotten here yet. I don't see any storm, yeah. you know? It rained a little uh, bit this morning. Yeah, but... I don't got no damn storm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but no, um, seriously, I, I I, don't know. It looks to me like the velocity or the seriousness of the uh, the energy of the storm is decreasing as it moves up. Well, that's um, always the case. Yeah, so my hunch is that, you know, it, it's definitely going to, we're definitely going to feel it, you know? We're definitely going to see some exciting wind and rain but i'm not really uh expecting or anticipating much uh mass destruction or hysteria okay i, I think it's gonna be uh i think people are a little bit more freaked out than uh than is probably wanted. do you do you think that the uh flood walls down by the river are gonna go over i if i had to guess i would say no i do not think so okay but uh who knows? Will, will anybody will you or i lose power um, it's a good question. I, I don't think I've ever been in a major storm since living. I've only, you know, I've only been in New York since 2006. So you weren't here for the blackout. Nope. I wasn't here for that. Which and, I think uh, is the only time I lost power. Yeah. And I've never, 
I've never lived none of I've lived in maybe four apartments technically since I've been here and none of them have ever lost power. So I, I think it's dependent on how windy it gets and whether any of these big I mean in our neighborhood, if any of these big trees hit something. Yeah. Then yeah, maybe. But I I mean we didn't lose it during the blizzard, which was pretty brutal. Yeah, no, the blizzard um, was brutal, but I'm worried about, like, if as much rain is going to come down, uh, as they say, that that just, doesn't that go flooding tunnels it and, does. and tubes so, I mean, and I things where wires are? It's a you series know. of tubes. Um, it's going to go flood the internet? I, I think <laughs> that... That's okay. I backed up the internet yesterday. I'm all okay. Cool. Good job. Yep. We're all safe now. Yep. Um, I think that what they were predicting a couple of days ago was scarier than what is coming up the coast now. So I think it's going to flood a little bit. I think maybe we'll lose power, but overall, I don't think. I think it's being blown out of proportion. Me too. Interesting. What do you think, Bill? Um, I don't think we're going to lose power. I do think that my roof is going to leak. Mm, that sucks. Uh, when I first moved into this apartment like eight years ago, you lived there the f- for eight years. That same apartment? Uh, yeah, two thousand. Well, two thousand three. I think it was. That's impressive. Yeah. Um, and when I first moved in, it there were a couple places where during really bad storms it leaked. And I like it. And it happened a few times in a row and they patched and it still happened and it patched and it still happened. Mm. And I was like, this is bullshit. You know, like you need to do something about this. And they rebuilt the roof like they retart, like repapered the roof and did it all nice. Uh-huh. And I haven't had a problem since. Nice. But then two weeks ago, <laughs> during that really nasty storm on like the middle of the week, what was it, a Sunday or something? Yeah. Mm. Uh, there was a really nasty storm a couple weeks ago, and uh, it, was, it was dripping in a, a completely new place than it ever dripped before, like right outside the bathroom mm. and from the roof. And it's kind of like, oh, that's so frustrating because we're you know, on the top level. Yeah, um, so it's not your upstairs neighbor's bathtub leaking right. or anything like that. Right. So, uh, so I called the landlords and they came over. You know, the, they sent somebody over and the guy went up on the roof and he tarred around places he could. But then it rained last week and it dripped a few times again. Mm. So now, so we're not very optimistic about no. what's going to happen over the next few hours. And I don't mm. know about you, but like something about like the ceiling leaking feels. Like getting, I feel really violated when it happens. Does that make sense? <laughs> I guess so. He does get a little bit um, violated. That's a pretty heavy word, yo. No, he feels like our apartment is not safe haven anymore. Yeah, it's yeah, kind of I mean, like what, what I'm paying for is to be warm and dry. Right. You know. No, I, I mean, I, I guess I can. I, I would. I, I, if I were in your position, I would feel more annoyed or unsettled. You know, like just not not whatever the opposite of content is. But I don't know about violated. Violated sounds like, you know, you're being attacked by the rain. It's, it's like, you know, victimizing you in some way. Well, I, <laughs> I just, I, it, I feel like there's, it, it, what's, it's the powerlessness of it all that bothers me. It's I like guess. there's nothing I can do about it. Well, you can always put a, a, a bucket or a bowl. Yeah, I, the- yeah, I do that. Put a towel down, put a bucket there, and it catches the drips. I just feel like, I don't know, it's just, it's like invading me, and there's nothing I can do about it. It's the same way I feel like if, uh, there was a time a couple years ago, I don't know if it was this apartment or another apartment, some kind of weird thing happened. Do you ever have, um, you know, the little flying ants? You know, it's what, so like funny. A, I was just going to make a joke about you being buried in the beach and getting attacked by ants, but I didn't want to say anything. <laughs> do you know, do you, but you know what I'm talking about when there's ants that have wings? Like, when, yeah. I think it's when like a, a colony moves or some crazy Ant-Man thing. Ant-Man rides on one. You know what I'm talking about. He's one of the Avengers. Uh, see, now Dan's just making fun of me. I'm sorry. You know what I'm talking Flying about? Ants. There's, there's like I, these little ants with that get yeah. wings sometimes, and like sure. I don't know, it's like when a when a hive like moves or something, a colony. Okay. Um, anyway, somehow like I had like a window that ended up cracking open or something, and like I ended up getting like this weird like my curtains were covered with these flying ants one day. Wow, that sounds creepy. It was really creepy. Like I walk in, I'm like, what the hell is that? Are you sure there were ants and not like just regular flies or mosquitoes or something? No, 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 no. They were ants because they, they were walking around like ants. But then you know they were like up on the curtains and stuff, and they had like little clear wings. Oh, huh. I will do you one better because I, in one of my old apartments in Boston, apparently there was a um, a bee nest. They had nested in some part of this building, and they started coming in through the light fixtures. No, and that's scary. they couldn't do anything about it because they apparently had 
they, it was an infestation in the ceiling. And when they looked, it was so bad that they were like, well, it's going to get cold soon. <laughs> so they'll just die when it gets so, cold? So, well, they just had to wait till they were hibernating because if they did anything, it would just be really dangerous, I guess, because they would all come out and be crazy. Wow. So, so without, without like completely sort of taking plastic and, and sort of shutting down the whole place. There wasn't much that they could do. Wow. And Bees. they were afraid of putting other people at risk on the, not just in our building, but just outside. Like if they, these things decided yeah. to go out. So they waited and eventually, but it was the most awful thing to come home and be like, God, I hope there are no bees in my bed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awful. Like, and, and we had, there were a couple of mice a couple of years ago. Remember that? That was last year, actually. Last year. You guys and had like, mice in your apartment? Yeah, well, like we it just got saw cold. one on the Yeah, and we saw one on like it was just like on top of the stove and when you went anywhere near it it just jumped behind the stove and it disappeared. Wow. Did you get a cat from someone to take care of the mouse? No, we cat. got an exterminator. Oh. And you know, fun. they put no. down glue traps and all that and that's nasty. Which uh, I don't agree with, but it was we were we every other effort did not work and we yeah. tried to plug up all the holes and it didn't work. But so. then they came and really plugged up all the holes cuz you got to get like all the holes where baseboard heating pipes go down and sure. all that stuff and you got to put the heavy grade uh wool steel wool down it. Yeah. And they so like they can't so, chew through it. Right. right. So this guy came and like plugged up our apartment and we haven't seen him since. So apparently whatever hole he was getting in he was getting in. Well, the other good thing about that is that I have, I have a weird phobia of bugs. <laughs> okay, it's all weird. bugs? No, it's weird. I'm fine. Like it, it, ants are fine. Like I don't like them in my apartment, and it's annoying. But like they, I can deal with. Yeah. Um, and then like uh, spiders, I'm fine with. Yeah, and it, it's roaches. It's roaches and, and water bugs. Huh? Centipedes. I'm like, I, I mean, I can deal with a centipede, but roaches freak me out. Yes, like, I, I completely know. lose my mind. I know. Yeah, and like I'm one not time, a big fan either. there was one like some little like water bug kind of thing like on the floor one day. Uh huh. And it happens rarely, like maybe twice a year we see one. It yeah. just startles you, right? It yeah, you it startles out. you, and it like it just it's it's a very um, primitive reaction I have to it. Yeah, like I like I jump backwards. You know what I mean? Like, huh? You know, yeah, like yeah. one of those. I, actually, I've, I've, I've I think you that. jumped on the chair. I did is, jump on a, a chair and had Heather description. Oh wow! Okay. I'm like I'm like a, an elephant. Is it gone woman. yet? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> did I'm you bad. did you take it outside? Yeah. Oh, Aww. you know what? The same thing happens with you and spiders, and I have to like take them outside. I'm not afraid of spiders. I don't like snakes, but thankfully we've never seen one in our apartment. Watch out yeah, for snakes. Right. We were, you know, uh, speaking of that stuff, we were down in Barton Springs, down in Austin. Uh huh. That's in Texas, right? It is in Texas, and there's this yeah. thing called Barton Springs where they like dammed up part of this river. Uh-huh. So it's sort of like a weird natural swimming pool. So water comes in one end, it gets dammed up, and then it goes out the other end through a dam. And in the middle, it's sort of like they made it concretey, but it's still kind of a pool and like stuff grows like on the edges and stuff. Okay. It's kind of weird, but it's huge. It's like, you know, eighth of a mile long. And uh, and we were we were in there the other day, and it's cold because it's river water, right? You know, uh-huh. and we were down there for Fourth of July and we're in the water, whatever it is. And then I see these people like pointing into the water. I'm like, what the hell is that? And it was a water snake Ooh. going like across Actually, the top of the water. Actually, what it was was a water moccasin. It probably was a water moccasin. Nice. And I love that. so I don't think that I should be, you know, I think I could be excused for being like, I don't want to go near a water moccasin. It was, I think water moccasins are poisonous. They too, are. They? They're really deadly. They are. And it, yeah. it's, it, was, it was a little disconcerting because, you know, I mean, you've seen water snakes like in the movies and stuff like that, but I've never actually seen one in the water that I was sitting in at the time. Sure. <laughs> like, Sure. It was it was a little weird. Yeah, so the so the water leaking from the roof like bothers me in some way that is more than just the water and I don't know quite how to put that. I get you. I got you. You don't ever feel that way about stuff? Um sure. I'm I'm sure there are some things that um freak me out a little. I'm trying to think of what they are. I I haven't been freaked out in a while. Um yeah, I guess I I mean don't I think I have a a, a much less severe version of what you have with the roaches. Yeah. Um Although lately, I think I've gotten better about it because one apartment I lived in maybe three apartments ago actually had a roach sort of issue. And then once you start seeing them on a, you know, even a sort of regular basis, you start to get, you know, you adapt to it, so to speak. Yeah. So that helped. What did you do? 
Well, it's almost uh, like desensitization, yeah, right? Yeah. Well, you just you just you, it's like a fight, man. You you do you go to battle with the roaches. Wait, you know, you, you put out you, the traps. You go you to the mattresses. Them. Yeah, man. You do your you do what you have to do, man. Have it's, you ever it's seen survival of the fittest? Have you ever seen any of those documentaries where they talk to people with like serious phobias and they show them do the desensitization stuff? Um, I can't. I saw this one thing. This woman was terrified of birds, like birds, like. Apparently what it does in your brain when you have like a phobia about something is that it triggers the same things that make you think you're going to die. Huh. That makes you know? sense. So sure. like you think that birds are actually going to kill you and therefore <laughs> your brain has that reaction. So right. the guy was sitting there talking to her about birds. Like even talking about birds was hard for her to do. Mm. And he, he, he's sitting there with her and he says, all right. He's, and he had an envelope on the desk. Mm-hmm. And, and he goes. a picture of the bird in there. In no, the he goes, he goes, in this envelope, I have a feather. The woman shot back in her chair because huh. he had a feather in an envelope. Was wow. she afraid of disease or was it more... She said, she's like, apparently her mother got attacked by a bird when she was like a little kid, you know, came down and like hit her in the hair or whatever it is. And ever since then, like Bert, she thinks she's getting to get killed by these birds. And then they show him like over the course of the thing, like, okay, here, just hold this envelope with the feather in it, you know, and then it's getting used to that. And then it's opening it up and looking at the feather. All right, mm. getting used to that. I mean, this was like over the course of like days or whatever. And then mm. it's watching Alfred Hitchcock's The nope. Birds. And then, yeah, and, then, and then she was like, it was like, you know, holding the feather and like, like yeah. you know, you're going through the thing with your other hand, you know, like just touching it and stuff. And now um, she rides ostr- ostriches. And there right? was, well, there was another woman who was terrified of mice in the same way, mm. which I don't, I mean, like the little mouse runs out in the room and then runs back. Like that just freaks me out because it's dirty and gross. Mm. Yeah. More than like, I'm worried that the mouse is going to attack me. It's not like it's a rat or something, you know? Um, yeah, I, I'm trying to think of what, it, you know, I, I feel like I had a, a pretty serious phobia or two, but I can't really think of them right now because they haven't come up in so long, you know? Yeah. I know, I, I, I mean, I know heights can make me a little uneasy sometimes, um, but I also feel like I've overcome them as well. Um, like when I, I used to live in this apartment with really tall ceilings. And like 14 foot ceilings. And I had to um, install the shelving unit um, up like, you know, 10 or 12 feet in the air. And I got this ladder and, you know, you climb up the ladder and, you know, I think after you're over your own height, you know, up, up, up somewhere and you can, you know, and then the actual. Where if you fall, you're going to hurt yourself. Yeah. Like the possibility of falling is a very real one. Like there's no railings and, you know, where you're standing and there's balance required and what have you. Um then you know, then that that sort of feeling kicks in, or like when you're standing on the ledge of a of a tall building or whatever. Sure. Um, but you know, it's still you know, there's some people who are freaked out by ladders. Uh, I used sure. to work with someone who just could not get more than two steps up a ladder without freaking out. Really? Um, yeah, she was really weird. Um, <laughs> but anyway, because um, part of her job was like stocking things, like she was, it was her job to climb a ladder. Um, anyway. So she had one of those awesome, like, you know, old school style, like staircase with railing type deals that yeah. you can push around and that, that seemed to be okay. But you, you put a regular step, like a three or four, uh, you know, like a baby step ladder and she couldn't, she couldn't deal it. She, oh, just, she, she couldn't, needed something. She couldn't hang on to it, right? No, she needed so. something that, you know, she needed her hand, like just, and she, it's like she, she actually walked up the ladder with like both hands full of stuff. She just needed the, like the, the security, security of that, like yeah. handle to be there. In case she lost her balance or whatever. You know, heights are a weird thing. Like, <clears throat> it, when we were out, like, if you're up at Glacier Point in Yosemite, yeah. where it's almost 4,000 feet straight down, yeah, like straight down, mm-hmm. uh, even though there's a railing or a wall in front of you, it's still disconcerting. It's like you don't trust the wall, <laughs> you know, in some fundamental way, like your brain. But it's funny because we were out on the way from... Uh, um, Utah down into Arizona, you go by this place called Horseshoe Bend, mm-hmm. which you've seen lots of pictures of. It's like where the Colorado River literally does a horseshoe shape. Okay. And um, and people have taken a billion pictures of it and stuff. And you go, and I'm driving down the highway, and it says Horseshoe Bend, like, next turn, quarter mile or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking, oh, look, it's Horseshoe Bend. I didn't even know that was here. You know, we pull off, we park, we walk. You have to walk, like, a quarter mile over these, like, sand dunes and stuff, which, you know, sand dunes are a real pain in the ass to climb over yeah you you, know, you you they require a lot of energy because it feels like for every five steps you take you know three of them go to waste yeah <laughs> right because you're just uh, expending all this effort and, and we get to the we get over to the actual bend and there's nothing there to stop you from just i mean it's like it was probably 1500 feet straight down 2000 wow. feet and it was there was nothing and there's people dan sitting on the edge 
See, and it huh. was weird because my first instinct was just to sit down on the ground. Get down low. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, you, lower, you, <laughs> you lower your sensor of gravity don't, so you don't lose and your I'm, balance. You know, and I'm that's, very you klutzy. You mean 30 feet away. And I'm very klutzy. <laughs> I know. I was, I was pretty far away. Um, but I'm very klutzy. So my immediate thought is I could just trip and accidentally fall down into this insane yeah like well, crack it's, in the it's one of those things like what are the odds of a small animal running up and and scaring me from behind and makes me jump forward one in a yeah. billion okay yeah, yeah. well you know what or a gust of wind perhaps. yeah a gust of wind anything like that i took some pictures off the edge and i got like just close enough i think did i get done on the ground well you did because i was like sit down i literally <laughs> I like i, I think was... i like crawled forward on my chest and got yeah, near the edge that's not an uncommon thing i i, I used to do that um in Chicago, when I lived in Chicago, I'd have friends who would, like would live in buildings that had nice views and stuff, or we had access to the roof. So we're talking there are, there are not that many tall buildings in Chicago, you know, like four stories, five stories tops. But you're you're standing on top of this building and there's no ledge to speak of. You know, it's like literally just like a, you know, just a a little lump on the edge of the on the edge of the roof, and that's all that's keeping you from walking off. Like um, a suggestion of an edge there. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> oh yeah. By the way, there's a little a thing here. Just watch out. Um, and so I, I've done exactly what you guys are talking about. And I, you know, I get about 12, 10, 12 feet from the edge and then I sort of crouch and then I'll either crawl, uh, or, or just, you know, ease my way there on, on four feet instead of, you know, on hands and feet as opposed to just, you know, standing fully upright. Just, I think it's just your brain's way of, of dealing with, you know, the potential of losing your balance and, and falling to your, yeah. to it, your death. It, it amazes <laughs> me though, the people who don't mind just going to the edge and sitting down like it's no big deal. Well, yeah. it's weird, weird though, because as the way, a kid, just one quick thing, Dan, mm-hmm. are you looking out the window? Did it really start pouring right where you are right now? Nope, not yet. But oh, you're wow. a good two and a half, three miles south of me, so it's, it's uh, on yeah, its it way. Got, it just got nasty. Sweet, go ahead. Bring it. You were saying? Oh well, as a kid, I don't remember being that afraid of heights. Like, but then again, I don't know that I had ever really encountered anything like Horseshoe Bend or the Grand Canyon, yeah, or Glacier Point. Yeah. Like those sorts of heights being up there. Yeah, looking a, down, a, a and it looks 30 like foot cliff in the middle of the woods in Vermont. Yeah, is not, not quite the same. Yeah, exactly. Um, but at Glacier Point, it was weird because it almost didn't like the valley almost didn't look real. Yeah, it, it almost like looked like a little model of like you know, and and your your little Lionel train can go through or something. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> like, exactly what it looks like. It's I don't know. It's just we- it's it's weird the things that I, I think you know too. Like I didn't used to bother me being up in high buildings. Uh huh. Like, did you ever go up on the roof of the World Trade Center? No. It, oh, I used the, to you, love it. You used to be able to go up to, like, an observation deck, but then if the weather was nice, you could actually go on the flat roof. Oh, wow. So there was, was nothing really cool. above you. It was just, like, you on a completely flat roof. It was like you were standing on top of a pile, like a quarter-mile-tall you know, quarter mile tall pile of steel, which is essentially what you were doing, right? You know, like, it was just, it was like you're just on top of a big, gigantic rectangle or you know block and you could see so far yeah, in every like, direction you could see if the it was curvature clear. of the earth totally totally you know, I, it's, it's I, I have been to the the top of the sears, sears tower, tower right okay in chicago right. which on a clear day so um, but this is you're outside and the other towers right next to it right so you're kind of like looking across and being like i could totally play catch with somebody over there yeah and yet it's a quarter mile straight down you, you guys know? have seen that uh that vi- that documentary man on wire yeah right? exactly yes. right yeah. that's a great I, that, one that man that i just can you imagine like doing that? That's just insane. No, it's nuts. And if you had ever been up there, it's even more insane. Like if you ever ever actually experienced being up there, it was like this is so high up <laughs> that this is insane, right? Yeah. Anyway, th- the point. My point is that like that used to give me some serious vertigo because there was nothing above me. It's like I was standing on top of a box. Oh, and the yeah. box, That's, you know what I'm saying? Like it yeah, was just like sense. there's it nothing was around you, so you could just be yeah. Blown away, and, well, I think it, it has something to do with the wind, you know? Yeah. Well, it, yep, if there the was a shade or some sort of a roof or something to cut the wind, and and a building that tall, you feel it sway, right? You oh know? yeah, dude. And and I'll tell you now, and I don't know if it's because of 9/11 or what, mm. but like when I'm up in big buildings. Mm. It makes me a little, I'm like a little disconcerted. And I've had like nightmare Try dreams. working in them. <laughs> I know. Well, yeah. Heather works, worked in the Hancock Tower in Boston. And she now works in the, what I is like that? The MetLife building? I like to call it Fringe Headquarters. Yeah, it was Fringe That's Headquarters. That's cooler. Uh, and uh, the, the Met building, MetLife building in, in Times Square. I mean, those are both big buildings. She's up 30 floors, you know? Totally. Um, but it, I've had nightmares where I feel like, where I have a dream that I'm in 
like this weird small penthouse at the top of a real pointy skyscraper and the thing sways at night? Mm-hmm. Well, it's weird because I used to work in the World Trade Center and I used, even when I worked there, I used to always have nightmares about it. Because wow. it's just, it, you did feel it. You felt that building sway a lot more than even the Hancock Tower. Which tower were you in? Two. Which is the south or the north? I don't know. I don't know. It's, uh, it, it, so, it anyway. Was the, it was the second one that got hit. It started raining over here about two or three minutes ago, by the way. It's not, okay. not serious yet, but uh, we'll see. Hey, uh, I, I, have, I have another quick topic for discussion. Okay. And this is completely unrelated, but I think it could be interesting. Okay. Email. Email. Yeah. I has it. Yeah. You, you, we're all Gmail users or virtual Gmail users, correct? What is a virtual Gmail user? Well, I mean, BillWadman.com is on Google Apps, so I'm essentially oh, a Gmail user. Okay. Um, yeah. Is sure. it, wait, is com? Where does that go? It's, I actually just recently switched it over to Google. Using Google Apps, or are you just mm-hmm. pointing it to Google? Okay. Mm, uh, Google or mail clients. I, there was a new mail client that I just read an article about that I wanted to know if you knew anything about. Let me just see what it is. Hold on a second. It's got to be either Mailplane or Sparrow. Sparrow. That's yeah. The Those now, are the two. Mailplane is just sort of a wrapper for the Gmail interface, right? As far as I know. I haven't tried either of them. I've heard pretty good things about both of them. As I understand it, they're both... Very similar. I think one takes um, a more Twitter-ish approach to it, where it shows you all your messages. In that like would a, be Sparrow. In like a list view, and then you can do stuff to them from there. And then the other one takes more of like, a, there's actually another program, I forget what it's called. I think it was called like Fluid or something like that, that you can actually, um, it uses WebKit to basically turn a website that you go to all the time into a standalone app. Yeah. Um, I think it wasn't is the thing about the mail plane I think is that you can actually use standard Mac OS keyboard commands to control I think that's like one of the big things right so you I can use command n you can use what you know I think yeah again I haven't tried either of them cuz the keyboard um, commands in Gmail are kind of they're fine but they're like abstract you know what I mean well, yeah they're also like java based so there's no command keys they're just you know you single just type, keys yeah. yeah like in photoshop um, but you're you're a believer in not web-based mail, right? I wouldn't say I'm a believer. I, I my problem with web-based mail is it's too latent. Um, I you don't, don't like, find there's a latency just using an IMAP in in an IMAP client, like using an IMAP account in a mail client. I mean, th- there's always going to be latency when you're in IMAP because you're constantly talking to the server. But right. My problem is on the application like layer, on the actual like user interface layer, where I wanna <clears throat> I wanna read this message now. I wanna open this up and and see what it says. With with Google, every time, every time you want to do something, you have to send, you know, send and receive stuff to and from the server. At least with with a local mail client, that if it's on your hard drive, it's on your hard drive, and it doesn't take more than a, you know a, a second to, to to present it to you. Do you know what I'm saying? No, I understand. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. I tend to use the Gmail client because I don't know why. Because I, I I use the send and archive. Like I use Gmail as Gmail, not just as like a normal email. Client, does that make sense? No. Like I use the labels and archiving and all that kind of stuff. You can do that in, in Apple Mail too. But wouldn't you be moving it to the art, moving it to all mail like you do on your iPhone? There, yeah, there, there are people have written all kinds of nifty little um, add-ons to, to to try you know to give Apple Mail um, the same functionality that the the Google web you know Gmail web interface has. Like there's something called uh, uh, Mail Act On, I think, okay. which is a like a little suite. Or a, uh, a script, a collection of different Apple scripts that enable you to do like your like your archive and send and stuff like that. Um, I haven't really spent any time with them, but I I don't know. Maybe one day I'll, I'll get motivated and I'll do it. What? I mean, like you know, what, I, what I'm doing now isn't isn't a problem for me. Heather, you you have you always used webmail? I think so. You've never actually used like a mail client. No, I think it's always been webmail. You never use like Outlook or or Entourage or. Well, I mean, in my professional life, yes. Sure, sure, but no, for yes. your personal for your personal but mail, never, you never. Yeah, just for my personal mail, it's always been web based. Web based, huh? Interesting. You know, uh, last week I moved. I don't know if you read that article. I moved all of my Outlook and Outlook Express mail up to I, Gmail. I do. I need, that sounded like a lot of fun. Well, it was <laughs> it wasn't fun, but it was satisfying somehow. No, that I, I yeah I can actually imagine that would be sort of like you know going to an old storage unit and cleaning out all these boxes and consolidating stuff or or maybe analogous to like pick, pulling out that big box of old hard drives that you had and then taking all the little 
20 gig hard drives and putting them all on one big one terabyte hard drive. That's exactly what it was like. Yeah. Um, and it's it's nice now because I can actually do searches on stuff. Although, you know, doing a search isn't always the best way to do it. Sometimes in Gmail, one of the things that drives me nuts mm. is that you can't sort by date. Or you can't, like, sort by anything but date. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. when you're yeah. an Outlook or whatever it is, and you're like, oh, you know, sort all this stuff by, you know, the sender. You know, and I can see yeah. all the mails that came I from I love Dan. it when you can sort it by file size and by yep. all that yeah. stuff. It, it s- does make sense. That, totally. There's one thing that I, and, and it's funny because I've adapted to the point where I don't, I don't even think about, like, I almost forget that that was ever an option because you can't do it in Gmail. Yeah. Well, not to mention um, some of the, I mean, I used to actually be a really big fan of Entourage years ago, like right when it first came out um, because. Yeah, it was a good show. <laughs> actually, yeah, whatever. Uh, I'm talking about Microsoft's Entourage. Oh, of course, yeah. Yes. I thought uh, everyone bitched about Entourage. Well, it, it did grow into an annoying, frustrating piece of software. But when it first came out, this is before OS X, um, it was actually really cool because it had some really terrific um, search functionality and the way it kind of combined the calendaring and notes and contacts and all that stuff. I mean, it like was, Outlook did. Like Outlook did, yeah. Essentially, no, wait, wasn't there a version of Outlook before Entourage for Mac? There was. It was the little yellow envelope icon. Okay, and and, but then and now it's back to being, they got rid of Entourage and it's back to Outlook, correct? That's correct. I, yeah, I, I, I haven't really tried it out. I think the latest version of Office, see, I haven't used Microsoft stuff in so long, I don't know what's current, but I do know that there's one more version of Office that just came out recently. I think it's 2011. 2011. I think. Um, and I, as I understand it, they replaced Entourage um, with this outlook and if, if i had to make a, a guess my hunch is that the since entourage at its you know at its start was an os9 application my hunch is that you know it they did the best they can and so entourage actually witnessed two major apple you know revolutions the the transition from os9 to os10 and then the transition from powerpc to intel and you think it was carbon all that time what well, well it had to have been whatever whatever it was you know old old and 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 crotchety you know, different yeah so curmudgeonly <laughs> yeah so my my th- my thought is that um they they you know after about whatever two versions three versions of patching and tweaking and trying to adapt um you know i mean there there's all kinds of things that just didn't hold up over the whatever the 10 year period that it had been around they're like you know we got to draw the line somewhere and we got to start a new product so so i'm sure that the the coders started a whole new you know, project from scratch sure. for OS 10 native. That would have sucked. Well, but it's necessary. You got to do that. I yeah, mean, I know. And I think that, that, that would be my guess. Again, I haven't really been paying any kind of attention to it. I haven't even touched it. Or no, I couldn't you, even tell you what the icon looks like. I have no idea. You use mail.app? Yeah, I've been using Have you Apple. played with the Lion version? It's supposed to have a lot of new features now. For like two seconds, I helped my mom uh, set it up on hers. And actually, this is funny. Coincidentally enough, she was... She, she was sold hook line and sinker on entourage and she's still having a little bit of a tough time making the migration from entourage to apple mail did she use the catalog or the calendaring too or just the no we fortunately she she was using iCal for calendars but she really liked just the the way entourage stored everything you know she was really comfortable with the way it it, you know where it kept things and how to find them and i you know technically on that level both applications do the same thing. They just call them slightly different things. And she was, she was really confused by the whole unified in, you know, inbox, inbox. sent box, you know, drafts, you know, because the way Apple does it is, you know, the, whatever inbox out uh, in it's in drafts sent and trash, I think are all unified now. Right. Um, I'm not you, a big fan of unified inboxes myself. No, no, I kind of like, well, then again, I have kind of all my stuff coming into my Gmail, you know, like I have it forwarded all into my Gmail. Oh, yeah, uh, you don't have how many? You, you must have a handful of email accounts, though, right? I've got Bill Wadman at Gmail. I've got Bill Wadman at Hotmail. I've got. Hotmail, really? Yeah, I think I have Bill Wadman at Yahoo, but I've never used it. I just had to open a Yahoo account to get onto, Flicker. you know, Flickr or something at one sure, point. Sure, yeah. sure. Um, uh, I own. I've got a bunch of ones at Bill Wadman. You know, I've got a few there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's weird. I judge people based on their email addresses. Oh, I totally oh, a lot do. Of Somebody do writes me from AOL. Like I, it's, I, I can re, you know, yeah, that's like a huge red, like flag. Well, I'm there's like, a, oh. the AOL and then Mac and Hotmail and I'll um, tell you the dot Mac is a bad thing for me. Yeah. I'm, I'm just saying I, I when I Juno. see someone sending me, 
<laughs> oh my god, Juno. Yeah, dude. Wait, who who had a somebody I know has a dot Mac that they use, not just you. Uh, Does Claude well, I, have one? I don't actually no. have a dot Mac. That's... I, I don't have one. I mean, the pro- the only reason I use mine is because it's tied to my Apple ID. Oh, which, one of our which, listeners, yeah, Neil, my friend Neil owns a dot Mac account. Yeah, I have a bunch of friends who use dot Mac. And he account. used I remember when he got it cuz they they offered it like 10 years ago, right? It was like around then. Uh, it was free. Yeah, right. And was, he he got on like at 8 a.m. or whatever it was, right? And they <laughs> to, opened up the thing his. and nice. got neil.com, neil oh, at nice. mac.com. Nice. And uh, some guy from Apple, as I remember, he'll probably correct me on this, but I remember him telling me a story where some guy from Apple, whose name was Neil, like wrote him an email and it was like, hey, that's mine or, you know, that was supposed to be mine and, you know, you stole it from me or something and like offered him money or something. And he was like, yeah, no, I'll, I, just, I want the email address. Wow. <laughs> um, but it, yeah, but it, it, email address, it's funny. It's like, it's kind of like what neighborhood you live in. Huh. Kinda. You know what I mean? Like yeah. your Gmail, you're okay. You, you have a certain amount of coolness that you're using Gmail. You know, my mother had, you know, Wadman at some charter thing, you know what I mean? For mm-hmm. a long time. But I guess she moved out of the house, which means she lost the cable modem, which means that email address is probably dead, you know? Yeah, I still run into some people who have, like, Opt Online, which was, you know... Cable, oh, Optimum cable. gives you one, oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, Cablevision was their old sure. thing, and then... Uh, I used to... My original one was, I think, Wadman at GIS.net. I had this weird ISP up in Boston, like, back in 97. Wow. Yeah, I, I guess my, have... my first email address was from school. Yeah, so I was and then too. My school email, they they they, oh, right. I they did D-G-O-T-T. So I was dgot at arctic.edu, or arctic yeah, yeah, yeah. as we used to say, it's, which is the art the Art Institute of Chicago. Um, and then I because I oh, I got I, you know I just got used to D-G-O-T-T. Uh, I just I just I figured I'll just use that for my private one too. So then I, there was a an ISP in Chicago called Interaccess, interaccess.com. So I was dgot at interaccess.com for a really long time. You know, it's it's funny how, yeah, my, I had a Yukon address like in 93, and I think it was like when you're using Pine to do email. Oh, yeah, um, Pine. Sweet. And it was it was like wwadman993001 at yukonvm.yukon.edu. <laughs> yeah, we had It was ugly, and I remember a friend of mine had uh, was uh, hhl4 at columbia.edu. Nice. Uh, and Columbia was like one of the original internet, you know, yeah. hubs, right? Yeah, they were so like theirs was just like a really simplified domain. And I remember for a long time we used to refer to him as HHL four, <laughs> like a Star Wars droid. Yeah, <laughs> awesome. Um, but so so you know, it, I uploaded all that email and I got up to eighty six percent of my eight gig usage. Oh wow! And so just to be safe, I went and looked into extra storage. You know how much it costs to buy extra storage from Google? Nice. It's so cheap. You were telling me about it. Yeah. $5 for 20 gigs per year. That's insane. So I was like, yeah, sign me up. Like, you know. Sold. Yeah. So, but. Like two. But do you, I mean, would you, the thing is, is that do you trust your email up there or do you ever back it up? Well, that's the other thing. Because all of my email lives on my hard drive, uh, it's backed up. So even if you're offline, all the stuff you did was downloaded is downloaded. Yep. But it's is it grabbing everything or is it just grabbing your inbox and whatever? No, it grabs everything. So if I do that, it's going to go grab eight gigabytes worth of email. You bet. I don't know if I have eight gigs on my <laughs> on your SSD <laughs> on my SSD to have my email on there. Can you move yeah. your mail file easily? Uh, yeah, it's basically a mail is generally contained in two folders in your library. There's okay. a mail folder and then a mail downloads folder. There's got to be a there's got to be a place though to to define that other than there right and like setting up links or whatever. No, I don't think so. Oh, you got to set up. I'm pretty sure it has to be there. A sim link or some kind of weird thing. Oh yeah, if you wanted to get all you know crafty. Um, I bet you it would compress really well though. I mean, it's a sh- just a, a ton of little teeny weeny text files. So I bet you you're you know if you have like an eight gig mail database or you know mail yeah. folder you could probably s- smash the crap out of that and get it down to like one gig i really wish you know i i have emails back to like the late 90s in nice. there nice um but i don't have there's there's a hole between like 2001 and 2002 or something and yeah. there's and before that and you know some people are just like i think there's a couple answers replies to my thing they said you know you're obsessive you're crazy i'm like you know what this is a record of my life in a lot of ways 
Yep. Like, why wouldn't I want to keep that? Like, wouldn't I want... Don't you keep all these letters you get? And if it's free and it doesn't cost you anything to... Yeah, you know. it really just, it just depends on the effort. I mean, that's a really good analogy. I've thought about it, too. And it's like, I... Unfortunately, I have lost a lot of that old email. Yeah, and does it make too. me a little... There are sometimes, yeah, sure. I feel a little sad about missing out on some correspondence that I had with certain people. Um, you know, attachments and stuff like that. But, but at the same time, um, I, I've been using Gmail now for what? five or six years since it came out basically. Yeah. And do I ever go back and dig into those old emails? No, <laughs> you know, um, what's more important to me actually. And, and I, I think I mentioned this on an older uh, episode is that I've been using iCal now for like six or seven years, right? Or eight years. And it's kind of nuts when I do searches sometimes like in spotlight, I'll, you know, uh, an old iCal event will come up and I can, and I jump to it and it's like from 2004 or three or whatever. And, and then I can look at the, all the crap that I was doing back then. And yeah, that, that's that, that's, cool. that's kind of neat, you know? So that's that's special. Similar kind of thing, though, right? Uh, very I mean, similar. Yeah, very similar. Um, my sister, you know, my father died a few years ago. My sister was saying that she didn't have a lot of emails from my father, but she remembers um, IMing with him in MSM Messenger. Oh, yeah, sure. A bunch of times. Uh-huh. Um, and by sometimes, I don't know if it was by default or not, but like he used to log those. Sure. And um, she's like, but those were on my work, com- my old work computer, so they're gone. Uh, um, and but it was funny because I said, you know, in those boxes of crap that my mother sent me was an 80 gig hard drive. And I'm like, I wonder what the heck it is. But it's an old parallel ATA. So <laughs> I had I pulled out an old enclosure I had in the closet and I got it working and it mounted. Mm-hmm. And my parents email from 2005 and before was on there. Oh wow! So your dad's logs were there, right? Yeah. So Which would include things that my well, yeah, I, emails that they went back and forth are probably in there. Interesting, but it didn't. I don't have the logs from MSN. Like it didn't keep those. Oh, that's too bad. But still, um, that's that's kind of an interesting find. Yeah, but there. I mean, it just goes to show you though that like, yeah, okay, you don't want it now, but like, you know, my father dies, then maybe the things that he wrote to me are more important. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, no, it's just interesting. I, I think we need to be better about. All of us, it just I think there's all those there's some sort of Gmail backup app too that you can have. Go get it. The mm-hmm. problem is a lot of this stuff. It's all these proprietary formats and stuff. They're not always just straight text files, you know. I guess, but it all boil. You can boil it all down to the basic old yeah, school mail. You just need like to M-boxing. know. You just need to do that deliberately. It, it's true. Um, I don't know. It's just uh, so mail. So Dan, you use mail that app. Maybe I'll give it a shot. No, well, I mean you know we should anything, try it on your machine just because you you have Line installed. Shit. What you can do is if, if you think of it just as your backup um, solution, yeah. that, I mean, you just open it once a month, just let it sync up with the server and then, you know, don't actually use it for. Right. Because, um, again, it, it's also really nice um, for searching uh, because it's tied into Spotlight. You can actually find, find stuff, stuff in there pretty quickly. Yeah. yeah, pretty quickly. So that's true. No, that's that's a good point. You know, it's yeah. it's interesting because in the older versions of Outlook that I used to use before Gmail, mm-hmm. if you were connected to an IMAP server, it left almost everything up on the server. Like it was, it needed to be connected to the server Mm. Mm -hmm. where you're basically saying it's pulling it all down and like keeping sync with the server, but it's all local too. Yeah. Now I'll, I'll put this out there. Uh, I have definitely had my fair share of issues with mail interacting with Gmail as many, many other people have. Uh, There is, it is not perfect. There are definitely some weird problems where sometimes your password won't work or sometimes you'll get stuck in this loop where it doesn't, it has trouble authenticating um, I've also noticed, and I haven't, but those aren't doing any damage to your mail. No, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah. But, but just from a usability standpoint, it's, yeah. re- it can be really frustrating. Um, I've had also problems where, um, just with mail in general, um, Apple mail, um, it seems to have an unusually, unusually strong dependence on a solid internet connection. Um, and like, if you ever, like, if, I don't know if you've ever lost your connection or whatever, and then mail will just start spinning and beach balling and become completely unresponsive. I hate uh, the beach for, for balling. No yeah, it's, it's not fun. <laughs> Fortunately, it's gotten better and better over the years, I think, right? Wouldn't you yeah. say? No, yeah. yeah. Well, mail. Well, you don't use mail. You just mean beach balling in general. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about beach balling in general, too. It's, it's yeah. definitely I think the computers have gotten fast enough now. Yeah, that's true. And I and think that they've been doing things to try to make things a little bit more multitasking aware. I would agree. And I, um, I welcome that behavior. All right, and well, I, what's funny is I think that you know now we're going to get you know to the point where... Um, 
people, one of the people, one of the things that people are bitching about as far as Mac OS 10.7 is concerned is how iOS esque it is. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, when's the last time your iPhone beach balled? You know, there's, there are some kind of yeah. benefits to that. And yeah. But it's only doing one thing at once. Well, I, I think they're going to converge at some point is my point. Yeah. I, it's, it, but it's frustrating because it's like just when they get desktop right, they're going to start simplifying it. Just when you I think it's awesome. I think it's awesome. You 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 like the springboard and all that crap or whatever no. it's called the no. launch the, pad. I do not. <laughs> yeah, see, like all that. It's it's that that's like I'm fine like sliding between full page apps if I have the option of making them full page apps, full screen apps. Yeah, I, that's, I think that's Apple neat. has a few lessons to learn uh, in that respect. And, I think and it's I, great on the on the laptop. I don't know that it's all that great on the desktop. A lot of that stuff. Yeah, I, I have a feeling it'll it'll get better. But that's a really good point. Um, a lot of people have made that. Um, I don't know if you noticed this, but. Um, you know, in, uh, when they debuted Lion, uh, it was all done with, with laptops and not desktops. You know, yeah. and app, I think it's 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 safe to say that Apple has been really focusing on. Well, they the sell more of them. It's true, um, but it, you know, it's an interesting interesting uh, trend. It'll yeah, and then there's rumors about a, a new Mac Pro or a new desktop system. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, God forbid. It's only been what yeah, ten years. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Seriously. let's let's uh, let's. Batten down the hatches for the storm and like get this. And go buy, raining over here. And go buy five chickens. <laughs> go buy five chickens. Uh, and uh, let's see if we can get this up for today. People have something to listen to during the oh, storm. Okay, we can do that. Uh, I think it'll be fun. Sure. Uh, all right, thank you, Dan. Sure. And thank you, Heather, for coming on. Uh, and uh, we will uh, we'll see you all next week. on.